gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Good morning, Southern Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy. You're listening to Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out there driving that school bus somewhere, I think. <laughs> and uh, dude number one, Mr. Jim York, is back with us. Good morning, Mr. York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. Good morning. And uh, Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning. Good to see you, Jim. We missed you yesterday. Yeah, I had a little business to take care of. Yeah, that's now, good. Were you doing school, uh, not school, election, uh, election commission business? Yeah, election commission. We're in the midst of doing uh, interviews for that position. So we had a four, four candidates yesterday uh, that we did some interviewing with, and we have a a bunch more. <laughs> so that's that's uh position is the director of elections, Murray County, correct? Right. Yeah, administrative elections. And so if I mean the the uh are applications closed at this point or can people still apply? Oh, they can apply. The application process is open until we make a selection. Okay. All right. Now we know. So if you're interested, are there any uh what kind of qualifications you are is the commission looking for? And, and the folks, the Mr. York is a member of the Murray County Collection Election Commission. It consists of five people, two Democrats, three Republicans. Of course, Mr. York's one of the Democratic uh, members, but the uh, Murray County Election Commission will uh, will is the body which is doing the hiring of this administrator of elections due to the uh, recent retirement of. Uh, Brandy Cothert, who previously served in that capacity. Mr. York, what kind of what qualifications does the board seek? Uh, it's on the website. Basic qualifications, at least a high school education, a GED comparable, uh, you know, basic character, integrity, honesty, you know, those basic qualities that people look in for an employer, okay. an employee, rather. All right, I think Clayton Harris, uh, dude number two, is he's still driving the bus, but live from the bus. Clayton Harris, what's going on, man? Uh, good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Yes, uh, buses had to make a detour. We uh, we we got strep throat going through uh, our family with our kids, so uh, did that to make as many stops this morning as usual. But uh, yeah, just uh, heading into the office, getting prepared for a for a big day. I'll All right, your big day. Okay, I You're know. You're awfully what... dressed up. He yeah, looks well, good, I... doesn't he? <laughs> All right, folks. Let's hear this. This is going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Clayton today, folks, uh, has been asked to give a talk at at noon today at their noon luncheon to the Volunteer Garden Club ladies <laughs> of uh, Murray County. He is going to be giving a talk. It, it's the third. Third, third Saturday in October, folks. He's going to be giving a talk to them on the history of the UT Alabama game. Oh, that's awesome. It, uh, it really is. Yeah. And that's coming up. Yep. That is coming so up. The, the, that is today to the ladies of the Volunteer Garden Club. 
Uh, is the vol- is the volunteer the Murray County Guard? I'm not sure. I think it's but, uh, just the Murray we're, County. We're gonna have Garden. we're gonna have a good time. We're uh, gonna have a good time. I think it's the Volunteer Garden Club is what they call themselves. So there's some involuntary gardeners out there. Well, it's named after the state of you know the Tennessee volunteers. I understand. I understand. I understand. But know your audience, Clayton. Know your audience. <laughs> I'm wearing neutral color, Mister York. So. <laughs> the blue. That's good. But it's a sharp-looking blazer, Clayton. You look good. There'll be a good crowd. Well, so give us a couple of highlights of the history of the UT Alabama game. Well, I mean, the, the series started in 1901. This will be the 106th meeting. There was a there was a time period there between 1914 and 1927 where the two teams didn't play. Uh, I tell you one of the one of the funniest things that I have found so far. And, Delk, I mentioned this to you yesterday, was the 1909 game, which was the first game in Knoxville. And the head referee of that game got chased out of the stadium by UT fans, had to jump on a moving streetcar. They got him into downtown Knoxville and away from the mob. Um, And the the official just happened to be from the state of Alabama. Uh, I, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, and you know, there, there's been some uh, there's been some other things that have happened over the years. I mean, these are the two top teams in the SEC historically in both wins and national championships. Uh, no other team has beaten Alabama more than Tennessee, and no team has beaten Tennessee more than Alabama. And uh, uh, they uh, th- this rivalry, especially to the older uh, generations, means a lot, and and it means a lot to me too. Uh, because, you know, for years, Alabama and Auburn didn't play. And uh, Tennessee and Florida, that series that series never became a big rivalry until the 90s when Steve Spurrier was there. And Spurrier was a guy from Johnson City that wanted to play at UT and didn't. And that kind of made the, the series big. But this is, a, this is the rivalry between the South's two most dominant teams over uh, the course of the history of college football. And um, it... it it's going to be a lot of fun today. So, yeah, there, there's quite a, a few other things. We're going to talk about uh, Jim Feeney, uh, who was your great uncle, if I'm not my, mistaken. My, my great uncle Jim. I, I pronounce it Feeney, Clayton, but uh, more of a short eye. But, the uh, yeah, uh, my great uncle Jim Feeney, my granddaddy's brother, my granddad being John Feeney, John W. Feeney, uh, uh, Uncle Jim, uh, whom I knew well. He lived on into my adult life. Uh, uh was uh well you know the story better than i do at this point but he played for general nayland what 1927 28 and 29 that is correct 27 28 29 uh his nickname was smiling jim and uh yeah i mean we found several stories and he made big plays in both the 28 and 29 games uh against alabama uh, that, those were the first two games that they had played against each other since 1914. And uh, he made some crucial plays in both games, uh, not only in Tuscaloosa in 28, but when they played the next year in 1929 in Knoxville in a 6-0 game. Uh, defensively, he, he, he made uh, a couple of big plays in that game that we'll talk about later. I don't want to spoil it in case anybody's listening, but yeah. Um, it just and, and I showed you some of the stuff I found from some of the old Knoxville News Sentinel um, articles. You know, he 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 was actually nominated for All American his senior year by Uncle, Getty. Uncle Sports. Jim Penny, you mean? Was he was an honorable mention? Wow. Uh, you know he he played with the great Bobby Dodd 
who ended up becoming the head coach of Georgia Tech, uh, who famously beat Cumberland 226 to nothing. (laughs) Poor Cumberland. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, there's a lot of history. Uh, You look at some of the coaches in this rivalry, you know, between, you know, General Nayland and Coach Bryant and, uh, you know, Coach Majors and uh, Coach Saban, Coach Stallings. I mean, there's been some – some big names in college football uh, that have uh, really uh, been a big part of this series, and of course, it's a, uh, it's a, it's there's a lot of traditions with this series, and, and one of the big traditions is is that the winner gets to smoke cigars at the end of the game, and uh, that's been going on since the 1950s. Wow. That's amazing. All right. Well, Jackie Quillen, I believe, is a member of the Garden Club, and she's going to love that you've got a blue jacket on since she's a U.K. fan, University of Kentucky. So tell all those ladies that we said hello. I'll do it. Yes, and, ma'am. And full disclosure now, Clayton, you're an Alabama fan. Mm. I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have been, yeah, I, I have been to many of these games. Uh, the first game – First game I went to uh, was in 1993, and that was the last tie in the series. There's n- there's no more ties in college football, but uh, I was I was seven years old, and uh, I'm sorry, I was eight years old, and uh, it was at Legion Field in Birmingham, and Alabama tied uh, Tennessee that day, and that was the first game that I remember as a as a kid going to uh, for the Alabama Tennessee game. So yeah, I've been been to several of them. There's nothing like it, and uh, the intensity of, of, of this game, especially after last year's game, uh, is going to be really high this Saturday. Yeah. And it's back in Knoxville this year, right? Yep. Oh, it's in, well, it's in Tuscaloosa oh. this year. It's in Tuscaloosa, okay. You know, I right. think the UT game and Alabama game has effect, affects everybody. We all know what the third Saturday of October is. You know, I had to get married on a bye week because we couldn't get married during an SEC game for UT, so... It even affected us even on our wedding day. So October 16th was our anniversary. Following week was the third Saturday. So <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, uh, hey, Dell. Yeah, Miss York. Thought, you weren't thought too well when you go to Vanderbilt and, and your great uncle is, is a big wig at Tennessee, were you? Well, were you kind of on the back bench uh, well, in I'll, the family? Well, and of course, I'll tell you the story. Yeah, I did go to Vandy. My I had one granddad uh, who went to Vandy, and I had uh, that was my Henry Grady Kennedy uh, went to Vandy, and uh, my other grandfather John W. Finney went to the University of Tennessee. Uh, but that that made I'll never, I'll tell this story real quick. The uh, uh, when uh, in 1964, I think my granddad John Finney got one of the first color televisions in the county. Uh, and it was one of these, you know, these, it was like a big piece of furniture, you know. And uh, and I don't know why. I would have been seven years old. Uh, I don't know why, but the UT Vanderbilt game was going to be broadcast in color that year. And so uh, my dad and uh, my granddad, uh, John Finney, got together at, at my granddad's house to watch the game. Of course, dad was cheering for Vanderbilt and my uh, granddad, John Finney, cheering for the University of Tennessee. But they made a bet that uh, if whoever's team lost, that, that that 
team supporter would have to move to Hohenwald. Well, <laughs> lo, lo and behold, Vanderbilt won that year, and so Daddy bought my granddaddy a one-way bus ticket to Hohenwald. Oh, man. <laughs> but now, okay, I want to get Coach Mike Lyle in on this conversation, too. We're about to take a break, but now, and Clayton, I don't know if you're still there or not, but... Uh, how do y'all see the uh, How do y'all see the game this year? What's uh, uh, I think I, I think it's going to be a very evenly matched game. Um, you know, both teams have one loss. Both teams have quarterbacks who have, who have struggled to throw the football. And unlike last year's game, where there was a bunch of points scored, I think you're going to see a low scoring defensive struggle this Saturday. What, Mike Lyle? Clayton. All right, go ahead. Uh, Clayton, I hate to say it. I think Tennessee might eke out on Alabama this year. Uh, Alabama's currently an eight-point favorite. But, hey, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a close game to anybody who's win it. I, a team that makes the fewest mistakes. Clayton, you're breaking up? Yeah. Coach, Coach Mike, how do you see the game? This I, I agree with Clayton. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a very close game at, for the same reasons. Both quarterbacks have not quite been what what either team wants them to be yet. Um, both teams have a great defense, and uh, so scores are going to come at a premium uh, this time around. Uh, with the emotions riding as high as they are, though, though anything can happen. Uh, I think special teams are going to make the make the decide. You know, special teams be the field goal, punt, kickoff, re, kickoff, and kickoff return. Somewhere there's going to be some play there, whether it's going to be a fumble or return a full return for a score or a big return to put them in scoring. Something's going to happen with special teams that's that's going to make if the they, difference. If they if Tennessee doesn't get intimidated by all the hoopla down there, they 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 might eke out. I think. But yeah, they they, they had a little problem. If they fold. They're going to be beat to death, you know? Yeah, they had a little problem with, with pressing too much at the uh, Florida game in the Swamp. And, and I think you – know, but hopefully they learned a little bit there and, uh, you know, will play their game. You know, Tennessee will be able to play their game. But I still think it's going to come back down to a special team's play one way or the other. Well, y'all, as a whole, of course, my my wife and I both graduated Vanderbilt. And, you know, what was it last week? Georgia beat Vanderbilt thirty-six to twenty. Mm. I think yep. was that the score. And uh, we were both going. I mean, for us, I mean, to get twenty points on Georgia and only be six—that's <laughs> a win. You know, that's a win. You know, you yeah, got to learn to adjust your expectations. It was yes. better than zero, Dell. Uh, yeah. yeah, better than that. What was the game? Clay was talking about two hundred sixty-two to nothing. Uh, uh, yeah, two twenty-six. Cumberland, you two. Yeah, it was Georgia Tech versus Cumberland, and it was two twenty-six to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot hey, of history. We, there's there's a lot of history behind that uh, game too. Yeah. So we got twenty points on Georgia. Hey, that's a that's a win. That's what Vandy fans always say: is see, we're competitive in the SEC. We, as long as we score. We're competitive, and so keep us in the SEC. Yeah, just, you have to learn to adjust your expectations. <laughs> yeah, right. Vandy makes their hay in other sports. Football's not oh, part one of them. Baseball and <laughs> basketball, man, they're so good. All right. But they, they put out a lot of doctors and some good lawyers every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. <laughs>
Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Three dudes with a view. We're all up to Thursday. There we go. It's Thursday. It's the last day. show of the week. Tomorrow this time, this station, Jim Ross, inside Middle Tennessee, and we will be back with you on Monday. Gee whiz. Rocket week. My name is Elk Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out there driving the bus, I think. Clayton, are you out there? I am. I'm uh, about to pull up at the station. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Speaking of of the Alabama-Tennessee game this weekend, you can listen to the game on both stations. One has the Alabama broadcast, that's WKOM, and you can listen to the Tennessee broadcast on WKRM, and uh, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, my uncle, Wilbur Davis. He listens to our show almost every day. It's his birthday today. He's a huge Tennessee fan. Um, I love you. But I can't. I can't wish that the balls win for you this weekend. It just. Uh, I, I got to draw the line somewhere. So. Oh, happy birthday, Uncle Wilbur! <laughs> there we go. Thanks for listening, uh, dude. Number one, Mister Jim York. How you doing? Good morning, Dell. Good morning, everybody. I got a question for you, Dell. When you get through with, uh, introducing the rest of the guests, okay. Regular special guest, uh, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning. And just a reminder, on Monday, we're going to have Chadwick Moore, Columbia's own New York bestseller, who has written the authorized biography on Tucker Carlson. He's going to be on the show with us on Monday. <laughs> All right. Fabulous. I'll be absent. <laughs> uh, you will miss absent. something. Yeah. You'll, you just don't want to hear how the media has mistreated conservatives, Jim. That's Tucker what we're going to talk about. All people. Yeah, we're going to talk about it Monday on our show. Sense. So Chadwick will be here. All right, Mr. York. And, and reminder I got a question, that, well, Odell. Okay. okay, shoot. Uh, when are we going to get a government? You know, I'm, I'm, I want to I want to stay current. When are we going to get a government that's functioning in Congress that's led by the GOP party 
because they refuse to even select a leader. All this infighting is doing disservice to the American people. When do you and Debbie think we're going to come up with somebody who could actually lead? All right. Learning is important in this country. Okay, I'll I'll bite on that. And Debbie, you give your take as well. But I mean, first of all, yeah. I mean, what bad has? I mean, is it really bad? I mean, I'm serious. Is it really bad that the House of Representatives is not passing legislation? No. Uh, they can't do anything in an emergency situation. Well, no mean, telling what happens in this world on an emergency basis. Well, and we know, don't have organization. Nothing bad's happened yet. Mm-hmm. Lots of bad have happened even while the thing, they've been in service. In Israel. Over in Israel has been bad. That's a world event that the Congress is not together on anything. I haven't heard that Israel's short on anything. No, they've gotten their appropriations for the year already, and I understand I, there's another I mean, another I'm serious. I, I don't see anything. I mean, nothing bad. I, I just wonder. I mean, I, I really sort of wanted to you just stay shut down to see if anything bad does happen. Well, oh, think that's, about that's, it, Dale. They have, they have been in session, but we've got no movement on the protection of the border. The debt has skyrocketed to no $33 trillion. Dollars. It is insanity. And so the function of it has been off kilter and just bad forever. And we've got to get control of this. We really do. So, well, you send people up there, Debbie, who can't function, who has no direction. And they just want to break things down. And, and when you break things down in, in a democracy in which we have, it creates all kind of fallout. Well, you know, when I, I you talk s- about that, because okay, you're, you're ahead, referring Debbie. to Matt Gates. But let me tell you, Matt Gates does not take lobby <clears throat> money at all or PAC money. Now, I'm there's a lot of things I'm not about crazy Matt about Gates. Matt about, but I'm telling you, at least he is getting <clears throat> his funds from the American public. Okay. I'm not necessarily talking about Matt Gates. I'm talking about the dis the, the disunity in the whole Republican House. They can't agree on anything right now. Well, and it's a disservice to the American people because they're supposed to be up there passing legislation to help the American people and to protect this country. Well, I, we can't do anything in the case of an emergency. If we had an attack by Russia or China, we can't do anything because we don't have the proper order of of people in responsible positions. All right. I, I've got to, you know, I, I've already, I mean, the key phrase you have there, a disservice to the American people, I've already said I really wonder if it is or isn't. Uh, and so we'll find out perhaps. You know, what's going on now? Jim Jordan has now gone through a couple of voting rounds to be speaker, and it looks like he's not going to be elected speaker. Uh, I don't know if we've seen the end of that effort, but I, I think Scott Desjolais was was saying this morning that, it just doesn't look like Jordan's going to get the votes. Uh, the interesting thing, though, about Jordan's candidacy, I mean, usually what's been going on with the Republican Party to elect a speaker, uh, you know, what happened with McCarthy is, you know, McCarthy starts being establishment middle, and then he has to work his way to the right to try to get enough of the more conservative uh, Republicans to come on board. Uh, Jordan's candidacy has sort of flipped things on its head, and it's been really funny. First of all, uh, you know, the, all the leftist looney tunes that are out there on social media and whatnot, you know, you really didn't see them saying much when, when it was Scalise or McCarthy who were up for speaker uh, or not much at all. But 
the minute Jordan gets dominated, I mean, he, you know who the, the the leftist Looney Tunes just lit up like Adam. Look at the right, though, Del. Look at look at his baggage. He watched kids in, in at the college get molested and uh, then cried to their brother because he didn't want them to testify. Oh, I, he he I, never I, responded to a subpoena, a lawful subpoena, and now he's going to be in charge of the Speaker of the House. He's just got trash baggage following him around like tin cans. He's not worth He oh. shouldn't have even been nominated, period. And this I, is what, I offer Exhibit A, Mr. Yeah. Uh, folks. There we well, go. This is, this Triggered is, by Jim Jordan. This is what's really happening, and so Jim is saying he's going to hold in and do as many votes as it took. It took 15 votes to get McCarthy in as speaker. So we'll see if that goes. But the rhinos are going to whittle away off of every vote because they want to put McHenry in and give him extra powers because he's a McCarthy guy. Yeah, And all of this is a work a workaround to get somebody that's left of center on the Republican side, in it's one of the well, good old boys. Besides the Looney Tunes, Jim Jordan. If Jim Jordan gets in, all those Republicans that got elected in Biden areas will lose the House. That's bull. they will lose it. That's bull. I, I, I'm not going to let you be the expert on Republican politics, Miss right. York. And uh, you know, so Exhibit A, you know, the left gets triggered. Uh, the other thing, though, about Jordan's candidacy is that instead of uh, starting over at the mushy middle, the establishment establishment is really right. And, and the establishment, of the Republican Party are the ones who take huge amounts from K Street lobbyists and continually vote to uh, support the military industrial complex. You right. know, they're there for any war that they can you can possibly find anywhere. They're going to vote for more money for it. And then the, you know, Raytheon, McDonnell Douglas, whoever, they're going to get more contracts. Then they're going to pay more to K Street, who in turn is going to pay them to these, uh, they they call them, you know, middle or old Republicans. But they're just for sale Republicans in in basically pretty safe districts. You know, they're not they're not in Biden past districts. I saw the list of them. They're places like Oklahoma, you know, where they're in safe districts, so they're safe just to take the money and, uh, you know, and live well. Yep. And so that's what they are, establishment Republicans. And you're seeing play out uh, a, a long-going battle between establishment Republicans and these uh, and more conservative folks who uh, don't like the military industrial complex so much and don't like K Street lobbyists so much. And so that's just being played out, and I think it's healthy. Uh, and for the first time ever, these establishment types are getting exposed. We're seeing their names. Yes. We're hearing from them. That's We're right. learning who they are. And uh, I think they're not the, they're not very but y'all, but they're y'all not very admirable four, folks. No, yeah, y- y'all run off four speakers of the house, Dell. Well, it started back with anybody Cantor. that can govern. If no, you no, no, people Jim. Like Nancy, you blast Nancy Pelosi all the time. Nancy Pelosi had way more factions in in the Democratic caucus than what you all have. But Nancy was able to negotiate amenable agreements and get things done. The Republicans just what, can't what is govern. Not they get, talk a good game, yeah, what but is, they can't govern. Give me one give example. Me, elect me and put me in position. Once they get in position, they are duh. Listen, Jim. Give me an Jim. example of what's not getting done. 
I can give there's, you an example. There are many bills that are st- uh, are waiting to be passed. No kind of uh, uh, appropriation bills can get passed because they don't have an organization in they the just House. Bill. An See, listen, bill. All right, we asked McCarthy or told McCarthy when he finally got through 15 votes, we do not want these omnibus bills hitting the floor where we get 48 hours to look through 2,000 pages of what is being budgeted. We want Leave one no single lobbyist behind. That's right. We want single item bills voted on. And this is why McCarthy's not there anymore. And Jim, you should but be you celebrating that. that. You now, should man. be. That'll be. That's it. We'll get to it. But we are insisting that government cleans up this fraud that's happening on the American public. They're shoving stuff down our throats that we have no control over. And they're trying to put more Ukraine budget in there. I mean, there were a lot of wonderful things that came out of the first 20 that held out for McCarthy. And we need to acknowledge that and then say, if you do not toe the line on those things that we've negotiated, you're gone. And the Republicans don't even have an organization to do that. They don't even have an organization. They're fighting amongst themselves. They're eating their own. No, we're cleaning house, Jim. I think in the next year, you're going to see a lot of unmasking of people that you thought were on your side that are not. And so here we are. We're going to see who is truly leading. A lot of people get replaced in the house. That's what we need. Someone who's willing to roll their sleeves up, sit down and negotiate anything that they got to involve a Democrat. They don't want to do it. They just shut it down. That's wrong. That's not governing. I, you have yet to give an example of what's not being right. passed. What right. damage? I don't is have being... all the bills on in the House dealt. There's, I know then there's. Why are you so angry? He's concerned that the Ukraine funding not has angry. not been done. I'm just done. saying we need to have a government that can focus on what they need to do for the American people. I mean, it makes no sense to me that you're so agitated about when you can't name a single bill that's not being passed. I'm not in Congress. Ask Dejale what bills are standing by that need to be passed. Well, I, I, I say they vote no on everything. Yeah, That's, I mean, I'm a Ron yeah, Paul person. Would. Vote no on everything. Yeah. And then, do you see that Ron Paul is the one U.S. senator who said, nope, ran. I'm not going to yeah. support more aid for Israel. Well, he tied our hands forever that we have to do everything. Yeah, he was the only one. An eyeball doctor gives you political advice, huh? It's better than a career politician named Biden yeah, who's never run anything except a grip. Look, look at the statesmanship and the leadership Biden is displaying. I don't care what his age is. <laughs> he's oh, brittle, Jim. He's awful brittle. He's awful brittle. Paul's the same guy that got the heck beat out of him by his Democrat right, neighbor. Let's take a break because exactly. this is the worst ball. He had no business spraying the grass on the man's lawn. Give us some relief. <laughs> This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Have you been putting off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit HappyHiller.com today to schedule. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here he goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay in your car 10-minute oil change. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
Dude, Clayton Harris, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Good, okay. All right, oh. folks, what's going on? Uh, let's just tell everybody what poor Clayton, he's got to speak in front of the ladies of the Volunteer uh, Garden Club, and uh, he's dressed up well uh, to speak to the ladies, and we've got this ongoing project down here at the office, which involves some paint on some of the desk or stain on some of the desks to get them spruced up and ready to try to hopefully do another 10 or 20 years. And Clayton just sat behind his desk, which still had wet stain on it. Mm. And now he's got stain on his pants. And uh, what time you got to be at the garden club, Clayton? 1130, which gives me plenty of time to get to TJ Maxx or Kohl's to uh, get a new pair of khakis. (laughs) Sorry. That's dirty, Dale. That's wrong. I'm not in on this conspiracy. They're used to dirt on their hands and their clothes. Yeah. It'd be a good story. Go on in. These khakis have seen their better days anyway, so um, I think it was just a sign that it's, it's time. Time to change, Clayton. Time to change. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Delton. I got an answer to your question, Delton. Go ahead and introduce the next guest there. Okay, will do. Uh, Debbie Matthews, welcome in. So good to be here. And I want to remind everybody that the conservative Republicans meet on the fourth Monday of every month at the Memorial Building. And on Monday, we have Chadwick Moore, who's Columbia's own New York Times bestseller, who has written the authorized biography of... Tucker Carlson. So he's going to be at our meeting Monday night at 6. Y'all come on out, have some pizza, have some cookies, and listen to a great story of uh, one of the best independent uh, journalists out there who was on Tucker a lot. He was on Tucker the night before Tucker was fired. So we're going to hear all about that. And uh, you're going to have Chad more on the show with us on Monday? On Monday, yes. There we go. All right. Uh, I guess I'll contact Ron Hart. I bet Ron would like to be on that show, so I'll, I'll shoot him a text. I mean, he and Tucker Carlson are, are buds. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, it was interesting because Chadwick was on the night before Tucker was terminated, and he saw what the next day's monologue was going to be. And he has said that he thinks that's the reason he was terminated. So we'll get to hear the inside scoop. Okay, Mr. York, you got um – yeah, you asked me what bills that the Congress hadn't passed. I'm going to tell you what bills. Okay. I looked right. on the website, and they say, no schedule is available for this day. So they haven't passed any bills. They haven't written any bills. All they've done is draw our tax dollars in salaries. Well, what bill would you have had them pass? Well, there's immigration issues. The Senate's passing bills. They got stuff on the standby. They hadn't reacted to any of that. Well, I'm, I mean, what bills that might actually, you know, pass? Well, I don't know because they're not even. They don't even publish them on the website because they hadn't written any. Well, these feudal bills that aren't going anywhere. What's the point in passing them? You know. Uh, well, the, the the slate is blank, so they hadn't done any work. Do you pay people that don't do any work? Until the border is secure, nothing else should happen. Border got nothing to do with Until the border is secure, Jim, nothing else should happen through Congress. They got to write a bill to do that, Debbie. They got to write a bill to do that. They have had how many years to do that? And they've done nothing. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Republicans never sat down with Democrats to to even discuss it. The key thing is what bill that Biden would sign would you have the House of Representatives pass? I, I, the bill to give aid to Israel right now is going to come due. 
They're yeah. not even organized to do that. I heard Scott Ajale talking about that this morning. And so what the Democrats and the Biden administration have cooked up, they think that Republicans, you know, are dead to give aid to Israel, which by and large they probably are. They want to be seen as helping Israel. And so they're, you know, and they're, they're wanting to pass aid for uh for Israel, you know, even if Israel's not asking for aid, they want peace. And to my knowledge, they haven't. And uh, and so and, and so, you know, so what the Biden administration do is playing a clever little political game. Okay, they'll support ten billion in aid for Israel if the bill also contains seventy billion dollars in additional aid, on addition to the hundreds of billions already sent to Ukraine. You know, and uh, and so which most conservatives, including myself and our representative Andy Ogles, we don't want to give any more aid but, to Ukraine. But you got it so, wrong, Dale. So it's a hundred billion to Israel, and then there's some humanitarian aid to Palestine. That's a hundred million. Aid, one hundred million to, to, Pal- to Gaza. Ukraine. They're not giving a hundred billion to no. It's a uh, hundred Palestinians. It's a hundred billion to Israel. And then a Ukraine package, but he uh, he said yesterday what in his bill press conference. Is that? Maybe. What? The the press conference yesterday with Biden and Netanyahu, he he basically said they're going to give a hundred million million to Gaza, and he got on the plane and his little zip pullover saying, "I didn't get any pushback from Israel about giving Gaza some humanitarian money." Well, they need some humanitarian help. I'm not well, saying they. All they'll do is the Hamas will build uh, bunkers with yeah, they tunnels and steal it rockets. And take it I mean, and it you know. goes. Yeah. They still need to have food, clean water, and health supplies. Well, I don't I, care what they did. You know, I, well, they I, shouldn't I, have killed a bunch of people, Jim. Well, and, my well po- you my, know that's a long story, Dale. Uh, uh, Debbie, there's more than one side to I, that. My story. point is, I'm not. I, I don't want any more aid to Ukraine. Uh, maybe a limited amount to Israel, and then the Biden administration is cleverly, you know, calling, you know, what they're wanting out of Congress more border security money. Well, it's not border security money; it's to give to these cities that up north, like New York, give them money to put up these illegals and to uh, hire more personnel down at the border to process quickly the asylum claims where these illegals just come into the country or granted legal status just because they say i want asylum and then they're here forever and they have children and grandchildren and that kind of thing and um so at least biden is doing something dealt we have a congress that's not even organized my my point is there is not a single bill that's going to come out of the house that uh that you're right that there is not a single bill going to come out of the House that Biden would, in fact, sign that I would be for. So, That's right. I, I, you know, what's the damage? That's right. Biden is a statesman and he's producing results. And you all talk trash and don't produce anything. No you know, governing, no position, no nothing. Can't even organize your own little team. You, you know, know what? Biden you know, is the root of all of this that it's taken place in Israel October 7th. Okay, and I mean, he let sanctions go just yesterday on Iran, which is funding all of this, Jim. Yeah, that, you know? that's six billion dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. This is on. additional. That's the biggest. That's the were, biggest disinformation you could put this out. This is there, the Jim. different. No, we're talking about the sanctions. There were sanctions that lapsed yesterday that he did not call to reinstate. I mean, that is so, not the six well, billion. I mean, you know, let's move on. But any action by the House is futile because there's nothing that 
the House might pass that Biden's going to sign. So that's, you know, that's I was worthwhile. just waiting for your smart representatives to start making some critical decisions that help this country move forward. Move forward how? I mean, what are you talking about? Well, I'm saying you got representatives that's in the Republican side that's not doing anything. They just drawing a check. Welfare. You know, that might be the best you know, that that might be the <laughs> like I said, what's wrong with that? Uh pull them high. All right, you know, let's let's go back to uh you know, this I I guarantee you these days the FBI offices aren't uh uh you know they 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 for all this while you know they've been saying that Trump supporters were the number one terrorist threat and they had to be watched and all this. I guarantee you, there's no FBI office out there right now that's watching Trump supporters anymore. They're out here there watching these uh, uh, leftist Palestinian uh, Muslim types that are in America who are real threats and. Uh, and potentially very dangerous. And they peaceful they, protest, Delk. Peaceful yeah, protest. Yeah, right. They broke into the Capitol office building yesterday, which is a they, class. They B. didn't break in. Yes, yes they, they did. did. And they all got they arrested as were, well for they interrupting. Were, they were arrested. Rashida Tlaib stirred up the crowd out there. I, they were arrested. I guarantee you, every one of them gets dismissed. That you know, and right? Because they're, yeah. they're peacefully protesting. No, yeah, no, because it's DC. Not one of not one of them's going to get twenty two years in prison. They didn't climb the walls. They, they broke people. into the cat to the Capitol office building, and they listen, didn't break in. But Rashida Tlaib, if you talk about real dangerous insurrectionists. Yeah, these people. Uh, first, first of all, they want to replace the American democracy with a see, Islamic see, what's theocracy. What's wrong with you? What's uh, wrong with you, Del? You always start that these people. You couch everybody that stereotyping. You don't have specifics. Muslim, uh, Rashida Tlaib, yeah. and all Muslims for three thousand years, and it's not the United States; it's the West. It's the it's it's Western Europe. Uh, and the United States is the last outpost of Western civilization. Yeah. Uh, the And since the days of the Crusades, uh, uh, Middle Eastern Muslims have been against the West, and that includes the United States, hence the chan- chance in uh, Iranian parliament, death to America. Rashida Tlaib, if she had her fondest wishes, that the United States would democracy would be replaced with an Islamic theocracy Mm -hmm. because that is what these people have wanted for three thousand years allah said death to the infidels and if they get the means to bring death to the infidels infidels they will do it that's right they are there's been a lot of death and tragedies on all religions christianity islam uh, hindi uh, buddhism there's been death and destruction on people that have I, those I, beliefs I, I, around the world, so it's the 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 Muslims doesn't have a, a, a majority play in this issue because Christianity Christians and people that believe in Christianity have been involved in it too. So it's, oh, it's well, been I, mean, a, I, I know matter. that as a Christian, that, I can't say the Christians haven't fought back over the years. That's right. Uh, that's for sure. And, and the Jews are fighting back. The Jews and the Christians are, are aligned here. They, the Jews are fighting back right now. I'm not saying that you know that that's a whole other can of worms, but the real you, if you want to talk about insurrectionist, the Rashida Tlaib and those out there 
Uh, She's an elected official. She's not an insurrectionist. So the thing, she, like the Jim guys, Jordan. Guys, we just need they, to watch your. They know better what they their ultimate goal is to kill the infidels and replace American democracy with a theocracy. There have been countries in Europe. Goal is to represent uh, Jim, people. Jim, there have been countries in Europe to That's fall. what her people want. Yeah, countries yeah. in Europe have fallen already without a shot due to population overtake. Algeria now completely Muslim. You're looking at France. I mean, France actually two days ago said we are trying to remove the Islamic extremists out of here. And it is so saturated now with Muslims. I don't think that the French can extricate what they need to. Same Wait, thing in the U.K. Britain is 20 percent. Yes, now. it's huge. And so now we've got Dearborn, Michigan, that uh, is completely population wise Muslim, which is OK. But the thing is, is Muslims. Unlike us, they do not separate the religion have, yeah, from the law. I know they, I don't have anything. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's no, true. They do not. You have no. They do not separate Muslims. They do not separate. don't know anybody who's I Muslim. I do. I know a lot of people. All from, this business and, <laughs> you know, what the, what the Palestinians keep talking about, why they launched the attacks, is because the, uh, the Israelis built a synagogue where some mosque used to be. You know, I mean that's how these people you, think. We got extremists in this country. Dead, no. death to the infidels. Yes. I mean, I, I can't help we, that. That's how they feel. I can't change. We got their mind. Christianity says country. love one another, take care of your neighbor, uh, turn the other cheek, forgive someone proud, seven times seven. Boys, I don't men. see that in, in the Quran. Minute men. I've never heard the Proud Boys say death to anybody. 